Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Friday Detroit PODcast post-game show. This is not the show I wanted to do. This is really not. For those of you who know me, I genuinely hate talking about officiating. Um, however, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say when we have video of Taylor Decker reporting as eligible. The play gets taken off the board for being an ineligible receiver. And what, what, what were you like? So what does the NFL even like? It it sucks, right? Because you have a legitimate point to say right there. You screwed up the play. He reported as eligible. Someone clearly screwed up and you can go right back to play and say the Lions won that game. What are you supposed to do about it? Like NFL, you got a, you got a problem on your hands. You, you have a clear line that those last two plays shouldn't have happened. The Lions should have won this game 21, 20. But we're just going to ignore it. We're just going to, uh, it, uh, I mean, we've got an overhead view from ESPN that looks like the two-point conversion, and it sure looks like Taylor Decker went over to the refs and told him that he is eligible. We'll try to figure out between now and the, and the POD cast exactly what was going on here. We'll try to figure out what exactly went wrong. Um, I don't care as much about the holding calls that were missed. This is, I mean, obviously it's the Dallas Cowboys cooking that we always do with any of these things that nobody seems to want to admit as they jazz up the, um, the, the credentials and the mystique of Dallas, right? god-awful team in the armpit of America that nobody likes. And yet somehow we keep giving them all the great sports game because Jerry, that old, old Vecna-ass MFer. And I'm going to do all of this, and maybe at some point I will talk about the game. But I guess I should be lucky that the Lions got the uh, ref screw job out of the way before the playoffs. But... Um, And really, at the end of the day, it was a house money game that really didn't mean much when the Lions are going to the playoffs, have their division clinched up. It sucks to really, uh, I don't know, get this down in the hole now about the two seed. But I'm not sure what to really do when you have a clear line to show you that the Lions should have won this game 21 to 20. If you want to talk about Dan Campbell going for the two point conversion three times, I'm cool with all of them. I am absolutely cool with all of them. The aggression doesn't befront me at all. Why? Because on that second play, you got you got the offsides from Dallas set you right back up to where you went again. Draw up something better. Maybe you can get it home on the third try. I have no problem with it whatsoever. This is a game I didn't want to see go to overtime anyway. We've done overtime games before. There's really no reason to it. 
Go for the throat. This is your coach. This is who he is. He is aggressive. He's what got you here. Keep that aggression. Because those last two two two-point conversion attempts shouldn't have happened. Shouldn't have happened. Taylor Decker reported in as eligible. I'm sure the NFL will cover their ass tomorrow. I'm sure the Lions will have their own thing to say about this tomorrow. Frankly, though, it's kind of inexcusable, and you should have probably looked a little bit longer at what exactly happened here and how the officials bungled the call, and someone should have been able, because we clearly have a, a, uh, a view of it, and somehow it doesn't. Like, I don't know. I thought I would be doing this postgame show about the wild swing that was <laughs> uh, Derek Barnes not wrapping up and Cam's and uh, I'm sorry, Vildor falling down, which turned a safety into a 92 yard touchdown, which was really all the offense that the Cowboys had for nearly all of this game. And I guess to get away from the officials, because I have to do a postgame podcast, even though this is what the story is on this. And I'm I'm sure some people are going to try to drive this into Dan Campbell. Why'd you keep going for two? I don't care. It was the right move. Shove it down your throats. The rest of the game, though, the Lions held on and really kept Dallas at a low score at home all game long, all game long. You have the big turnaround play that swung from a safety to a 92-yard C.D. Lamb touchdown. C.D. Lamb having another career benchmark here. And Cam Sutton, God bless him, is put on some of the toughest assignments in the league the last few weeks and really trying to keep pace. But three sacks for Aiden Hutchinson should be really good. Shutting down the run game for about three quarters should be really good. The offense... Probably needs some help here, and I would have liked to see them be a lot more creative uh, when it's third and short, and you know that they got that great, great pass rush and, and edges coming after you. Maybe you should have done something more than just delayed handoffs. Maybe a few more of those drives get home, and you're not even in this position to begin with. It's clear to me at this point that the defense is finding a very good groove right now, and that's wonderful. What is not happening what is having um, what is having a problem is that the offense seems to be really starting to get stuck at certain points in a game. They get stuck in their ways, and it really took until the end of this game for Jared Goff, after making a back-breaking interception, swinging crazy like a term paper, like a a student trying to get in his term, term paper at midnight to roll down the field. And damn it, give it up for them. They rolled down the damn field. They rolled down that field real easy because and Mike McCarthy gave him the chance to go for it. Mike McCarthy could have gone for... And on fourth down, and Troy Aikman would have been sick to his gut, but it would have been the right decision by Mike McCarthy. Instead, Mike McCarthy gives you a chance to get back in it. Thank you, Mike McCarthy, in that regard. However, whatever you paid to those refs, uh, let's see it. Let's see it, because I guess you got your money's worth, man. This does feel like a throwback game in that regard, right? That we're talking about refs at the end of a game and not the game. I hate these kind of games. 
My father does officiating. I've been with him out doing stuff with the USGA. Like, I understand it is a really, really, really tough job, and we don't appreciate it enough considering it's not a full-time job for a lot of these guys. But there's no denying that officiating's been bad around the league this year. It's been really struggling, and something has to change. And this right here, oh my God. I thought, this wasn't even what I thought we were going to talk about when it comes to officiating and rules after this game. I thought it was going to be the fact that every Dallas sycophant in God's green earth was screaming about the touchback fumble rule. I thought that was what was going to happen. But no, we have this at the end where I, I don't get it. I don't get that one. I don't get that one. And people will divide upon lines because it's the Cowboys and the Lions. And usually when you have a situation like this, most people default to the Cowboys because, of course, they default to the Cowboys. Did you hear the ESPN broadcast? And listen, I'm doing this kind of insane, sycophantic, like crazed podcast. You should know this means I'm well gone after watching that that play. Like, we, we have video. Goff sends Decker over to report himself. I, I, you, you have a clear way to reverse this and give it to Lions. You shouldn't because that sets a terrible, terrible precedent. But the point is that someone should have stopped the refs and gone back and made sure to see, hey, yeah, they did report. They did report. I, I, I don't know what else to do about that. Like, it comes back completely to that. It blows up any other analysis of this game. I'd love to talk longer about how it, how the offense has been stalling on some of these run plays when it's facing a good, a good rush, and there was a lot of tackles for loss that felt really bad. I would love to talk about the fact that uh, I'd love to know more about what's going to happen with Jamison Williams and his injury here, especially when you had him take the top off in this game. I would love to talk about the fact that Aiden Hutchinson is coming on at just the right time. I would love to talk to the fact that what are you going to do? Maybe you need a personnel change again, maybe shift around Cameron Sutton again, because clearly he's struggling to contain the top receivers. And again, he's had these god awful, really, really hard, hard, hard hard assignments. I would love to talk about Ifatu Melifanwu having another interception as he continues to have one of the hottest months I've seen for a Detroit Lions defender. I would love to talk about all of that. I'd love to break down this team because I think this team is doing something special right now. And I think even with the loss, even if it had ended like 20 to, to 13, even if it ended that way with the Lions not getting into the end zone, I probably would have said the same thing. It was a tough loss. You were playing on the road. You held a team that usually scores something damn near close to 40 at home to only 20 points. And really, like, take one of those touch, the only one of those touchdowns, you have one touchdown from a drive they put together. The other one is from a crazy, crazy turnaround play of Derek Barnes failing to tackle that somehow turns into Vildor falling down, which turns into CeeDee Lamb, an insanely good receiver who put up two, who caught 227 yards in the game, getting a 92 yard touchdown. That's just freak stuff. You just got to laugh about it. But I'd love to talk about Jalen Reeves Mabin on the fake punt. That was fun. That was really fun. There should be so many fun things to talk about, but no, why I hate talking about the refs because it blows all that up because at the end of the day, 
it doesn't matter how good or or fun a game is if something like this happens at the end of the game it overshadows everything and unfortunately i i'm curious to see how many people will actually stand up in defense of the lions in regards to this because it's dallas at the end of the day and they don't care like and i don't i i don't know what you really do with it if you're the nfl the only thing i can say is you need to figure out how to stop these these things from happening the officiating's been bad all year in small little ways i don't expect i i would say to lions fans i'm sorry you're not getting the swing back it would set a terrifying precedent to just reverse it but i think i don't know maybe you should have tried to figure out a system before this year to help officials out a little bit more. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, that realize, hey, there was a mistake being made, but this turns into a screw job. This turns into a screw job. It blows up everything about it. It was a fantastic game. It was a fantastic game. And instead, we sit here talking about a screw job. I guess if you're someone who believes in ghosts, the best thing you can say is they got it out of the way before the playoffs. Who knows? Unfortunately, this means the three seed, I mean, the three seed is probably where the Lions end up. And Dallas gets right back into the NFC East picture where they really shouldn't be. They don't deserve it. That team made a lot of mistakes down the stretch. Mike McCarthy still, once again, can't coach a game late. Lions should have walked out of this one with a win. And I don't think any part of this game, I say the loss on the Lions is a negative. I don't. And I'm not, gonna int- I'm not going to entertain anyone saying, well, Dan Campbell shouldn't have gone for two points three times. Bull pucky. It was the right decision to make. If you want to be a dinosaur about it and trust, uh, and trust uh, overtime, do you really want to give the risk that they maybe flip that coin and suddenly, oh, hey, we're on, deep. we're on offense first. No, that was, the right call. that was the right call to keep going for two. It was the right decision. And the, it didn't need to be gambled two more times because it was the right play. Taylor Decker had won that game. And he gets blown up. We're going to close out the post-game show podcast. We'll stay live on YouTube and Twitch for a while. Uh, Maybe I'll get Jeremy and Ryan in here to calm me down a little bit because now I'm the one who's gone off the deep end. This always seems to happen with Dallas. Uh, All I can say is blow up this team. Like, like the the Cowboys, the Cowboys should be tried for war crimes. Like, I I don't know. Can we, like, tax evasion? Um, I don't know. Blasphemy? Any other kind of laws out there? Any other kind of laws out there? We know what you did. We know what you did, and we're tired of seeing this shit. We're tired of you guys taking all the good sports events across the country and putting them in Dallas. Nobody wants to go to Dallas. Dallas sucks. One of the worst cities out there besides New York City. Stop Stop this with the Dallas crap. You made me sick to my gut watching this shitty uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson stuff. Jerry won't even still speak to Jimmy Johnson. Anyway, we'll see you for the POD cast. Continue on on our streaming services. Bye, everyone. I know this is sour grapes. I don't care. Middle finger.